The scratch by Mars in the pitch. One on the hit the right field. That's way back there. Way back there. I, I know, you know, every coach comes to these press conferences and says, we're going to win national champ, we're going to win. We're gonna... Everyone wants to win. It's about the processes of how you go about doing that on a daily basis. And so I'm going to have great people in our organization who are going to invest in our players and help them maximize their opportunities here at LSU to get a world-class education, to play in the best league in America, and to compete at the very highest level. All right, good to sit down with LSU head basketball coach Matt McMahon. Coach, appreciate your time today. Cody, great to be with you again. Yeah, it's uh, last time we talked on camera was when you first got here. Uh, we're talking in the summer now. This won't come out until the fall, of course. Um, really appreciate you letting us take over your film room for the week, by the way, as our little temporary studio. Um, we'll get all this stuff out of the way after the show so you can have your film room back and, and watch film with your guys. But let's, let's talk about the summer. What's, what's it been like? Um, let's rewind it even a little bit before that. Last time we talked... Uh, it's your first day. Uh, you're you're kind of you're doing the whole media rounds and the circus and the press conferences and the interviews and all that stuff. And then that day ends and it's the next day and it's like all right, it's time to get to work. What, what were your thoughts at that time? You probably still had maybe one or two players on the roster at that point. They all go in the portal. We all know that story. You end up building a staff, building a roster. But that first day after you finish the press conferences and you finish. Um, with, with the cameras in your face and it's time to get to work. Where, where did you start? It's a great question. You know, looking back now in hindsight, very overwhelming uh, task at the time. Everything happened so fast uh, with our, our season ending, you know, four minutes away from going to the Sweet 16 uh, there at Murray State. Uh, and then the quick turnaround to getting here to LSU. Uh, and then the opportunity to, to build a program uh, essentially from scratch. And so uh, it started right away with two priorities. Number one was hiring a, an elite coaching staff, uh, which I feel we were able to do, just thrilled with where we landed there. And then number two was to methodically go about the process of building a roster uh, with the end goal being not just to throw together a team uh, for 2022-23, but to start to establish a foundation and a roster that would be here not just for one season but to start to build a program here at LSU. So when you start building that staff, what are the characteristics that you were looking for from the start? The non-negotiables, the this is where I'm starting, this is what I'm looking for. And obviously there was some familiarity with some guys from Murray State and that certainly I'm sure helped. But broadly building that staff, what are you looking for on day one to bring to LSU? Uh, number one for me is investment in players. Um, I want to hire people on our staff that are going to be all in uh, to helping our players become the absolute best they can be on the court, in the classroom, uh, continue to grow and mentor as leaders and young men. And so that's where I always start when hiring. Uh, who's going to be able to help our players max out and become the best they can be? And for me, you have to have high character people, high energy people uh, that are going to really uh, put a lot of time, energy, effort, care uh, into helping our players and, and helping build the camaraderie and chemistry uh, that we need in the locker room uh, to have a successful program. Were people just like beating down the door like, hey, coach, you, you can, you know, I'm, I'm available if you want, <laughs> want, uh, want to build out the staff at LSU. It was, was it a high demand opportunity for some of those people? Well, I think so. I, I think number one for me were the members that were already on our staff at Murray State. Uh, those 
individuals were a part of a, a lot of success and, and had a huge hand in that and were a big reason why we had the success that we did at Murray State. Uh, I think them having that familiarity uh, with, with how I like to run a program, what I want the culture to be like, uh, what I want the genuine relationships to be like in our program, that was important for me to have on our staff. Uh, and then with the other openings, uh, you know, there was demand because I think people want to be a part of something special and that the LSU brand just being so strong across the country. People want to be here. So let's go through that staff kind of person by person. And we'll do the same with the roster, but we'll maybe do it more broadly, maybe by position or something, so you don't have to spend five minutes on each guy. But with the staff in particular, um, Casey Long was a guy. I've already talked to him this week. We'll have that episode uh, here on, on LSU Gold as well. He's a guy that had Louisiana roots, and when I talked to him, I didn't realize that he had played with Tasman. He played with Big Baby, played with Tyrus Thomas. Like, he had connections to those guys. He had obviously been with you at Murray State. So what was his reaction when you get this opportunity? And I'm sure, look, he, he's a very talented coach. He probably had other opportunities at that point too. But what do you think it was about LSU and coming here with you that really sold uh, him on, on coming back to Louisiana? Well, he, he was a critical piece to everything we did at Murray State. You know, the five years he was there with us, we were 121 and 36. It's pretty good. Uh, won our league four out of those five years. Uh, you know, multiple NCAA tournament wins. And he was a big part of that. You know, he was involved. He had a lot of opportunities, head coaching opportunity, possibilities this spring. Uh, and he's going to be a great head coach. Uh, but I, I was fortunate in that this is where he wanted to be, uh, back in his home state. And... You know, he's going to do a great job of relationships with the players and creating the culture in the locker room. And uh, he's just always uh, – he's never had a bad day. Always a high-energy, positive guy uh, who makes a huge impact on people and his families, you know, very involved with, with the players. And, and I think that's just so important to what we want to build here. Yeah, I saw a great picture. I think maybe Cody posted it on social media, but it was all y'all's kids together. And it was a really cool – picture of your daughter and um basically i think every assistant coach's kid all in one photo it was that that family atmosphere that you can't you can't fake that you can't manufacture that that's that's real and legitimate it was really cool i don't know y'all, maybe y'all had like a team event or something at, at one of y'all's house but it was a really cool sort of encapsulation of of that culture and that feel I, it's so important to me i have family's number one for me and i know you and i've talked about it before i think the demands of college athletics you can't separate the two yep. and say, I'm going to be a basketball coach here and then I'm going to be a family man here. The, the two have to go hand in hand. And so, uh, you know, these, you know, kids in our program, you know, we have 13 on our staff, 13 children that wow. are 13 years old or younger. Yeah. And so very impactful. Uh, they love being around the player, they, the players. They look up to them. I yeah. mean, they, these are their heroes. And uh, so I want to make sure we're recruiting high character people that, that our coaching staff's kids will continue to look at, look up to and, and see as role models for them. Yeah, I get so many questions from people. What's Coach McMahon like? What were your first impressions when you first got here? And that was the first thing that stood out was your family being there every step of the way. <laughs> and it wasn't, hey, I'm going to go over here and be coach, and then I'm going to come back over here and check on them and be dad, or, hey, I'm going I'm to hand, hand them off to the wife and I'm going to go over here. <laughs> it was they were there every step of the way and involved. And you could tell that that was uh, important to you, so that was really cool to see. We talked about Casey. Um, but then you go out and get Ronnie Hamilton, SEC experience. He's got such a unique story, too, as a football player getting into basketball. 
Um, but obviously he's made a tremendous impact at, at a number of places, uh, most recently Ole Miss, but coming here. What stood out about him when you're looking to bring in that, that next position that made him a fit for LSU? Well, I think you immediately point to the, the SEC experience and you know, haven't been in a lot of those recruiting battles, been in a lot of high-level games. Uh, but I once interviewed with Brad Stevens for a job probably 15 years ago. And he said when he's looking to hire, you know, three things stand out, hungry, humble, and smart. Hmm. And that, that always has stuck with me over the years. And you know, I think Ronnie's a great example of that, you know, degree from Duke, successful student athlete there, uh, and has really worked his way up through the profession. You know, started at the Division II level and has you know, worked his way up to a, to a very successful SEC assistant who, who's going to be a head coach. Uh, sooner than later. So uh, another guy, high energy, uh, genuine relationships with players, uh, phenomenal coach. You know, I think sometimes head coaches look to hire uh, maybe a, a specialty. Hey, this guy's a recruiter or th this guy's strictly player development. I always want to have well-rounded coaches hmm. who are involved in all areas of the program, uh, who aspire to be head coaches and and, and Ronnie is certainly a great example of that. And Cody Toppert from Memphis, but has been everywhere. Uh, another guy with a great college education at Cornell, uh, played overseas, went to a million different stops, experience in the G League and the NBA developing players. As you're evaluating his resume and you reach out and, and contact him, what really popped about his experience and his fit here? Uh, again, I, I start right off with the hungry, humble, and smart again. Uh, you mentioned the Ivy League background from an education standpoint, successful playing career. Um, but one of the many reasons I came to LSU, I think you can recruit the best players in the country. And you see a long track record of players going from LSU to the NBA. And so I wanted to have someone on our staff who's been at the NBA level, who's had great success there uh, from a player develop, excuse me, a player development standpoint. And he's also been a head coach in, in the NBA G League. Uh, which I think uh, brings great experience uh, to our program. And then having been at Memphis with, with Penny Hardaway is recruited at a high, high level. So uh, really checked all the boxes uh, of everything I was looking for. And so with all three of those guys, uh, you have unselfish people. All they want to do is help our players max out their opportunities here at LSU. And they want to be a part of, of building a championship program. And, and so I was just thrilled we were able to put those three guys together as our assistant coaching staff. And then as you round out that support staff, again, you have a mixture of some familiarity with Louisiana and recruiting, uh, obviously with Tasman sticking around and bringing that LSU experience and connection, uh, and then some guys from Murray State as well. So in uh, strength and conditioning video, um, just a, a good blend of Louisiana and then people that you're familiar with. Was that a priority as you built out that group as well? It was experience. I think when you get to a program of this stature, you're fortunate you have some of those additional support staff positions. And I wanted to get experienced coaches in those spots. We have four members of our support staff who have been successful assistant coaches uh, at the college level and wanted to have a good mix of the familiarity. Uh, guys coming with me from Murray State, uh, and you see that in Tim Kane, Ron Rico White, our video coordinator, Mike Chapman, and then our strength and conditioning coach, Brian Puckett. And then the strong Louisiana ties, uh, the strong LSU ties, obviously yep. with Tasman Mitchell, third all-time leading scorer in the history of the program, 
I was a member of our last Final Four team back in 06. Uh, has unbelievable passion and pride in those three letters across your chest at LSU. And then Jeff Moore, I give him a hard time because we, we had to get an old guy on the staff. <laughs> but uh, you're talking about a player, uh, a coach, excuse me, who signed over 100 players yeah. from the state of Louisiana during his time as, as a coach. Uh, and knows the state. His, his dad is a legendary high school coach in the state. Uh, and has done a terrific job of, of helping us hit the ground running here in the state of Louisiana. Yeah, what I love about Coach Moore and Taz, too, is that I can just throw out a name from a guy that I played against in high school or whatever, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. Or I was talking <laughs> with Coach Moore about when I was at Nichols and playing with Anatoly Bose. He was like, oh, we remember Bose. Like, Bose gave us a lot of trouble at Northwestern. So I love that there's that Louisiana basketball culture that they bring here, in addition to the guys that, that have been with you and, and, uh, and brought all that experience to the table. So we fast forward. We're in the summer. You've got your staff. Um, you end up building a roster, bringing guys in on the transfer portal, keeping some guys here at LSU, obviously recruiting the high school level. And we'll talk about them in a little bit. But as you get that group here this summer, uh, when we're talking right now, what's been the goal when you get that group together? Um, some of them know each other. You got Juice and KJ and, and Trey who played with each other at Murray State. You have uh, Justice and um, and, uh, and Wani, who, who were here at LSU before. You got high school kids. You, it's just a, a combination. So what are the goals during this eight weeks, nine weeks, however long you get in the summer, of getting these guys together? What are you trying to accomplish in that, that stretch? There's a great book out there that's titled You Win in the Locker Room First, and I'm a big believer in that. So I think just really starting to establish the foundation of, of what we want LSU basketball to look like, not only this season, but for years to come. Uh, this is a great long-term opportunity. It's not just about trying to find a shortcut uh, to, to put a 22-23 team out there on the court. Hmm. So uh, I think the chemistry that we're able to build, uh, the genuine relationships, players and coaches, player to player, coach to coach, that, that has to be at the heart of what we're trying to build here. So uh, we've had a great summer. Uh, really trying to do things not only on the court and in the weight room, but off the court together as a team uh, so that these players start to build trust amongst each other. They, they have to know each other. They have to know each other's story, you know, what challenges, what adversity they went through to get to this point. Uh, and so really trying to be very intentional uh, in building that team camaraderie. So a few things I know you've done, you've, um, you've taken them bowling, you've done the cookout stuff. Garrison's been there with the camera every step of the way. But I know one thing you've done at a lot of stops is you'll read a book as a team, which I think is really unique and interesting. Uh, is that something you're looking to do this, this summer as well with the team? Oh, definitely. Uh, we will. I like uh, a short and sweet book, but that has great lessons in it yeah. that, that might apply to that particular year's team. And so we will be reading a book called The Hard Hat, uh, by John Gordon. It's about a lacrosse player at Cornell uh, who unfortunately was, was killed on, on, the, on the field, on the playing field. Uh, but it goes into detail about why he was a great teammate. And it goes 21 short and sweet, easy lessons mm. on how to be a great teammate. And when you look at us trying to take 13, essentially 13 new players and build them into one team, uh, I think those lessons will be really important uh, that we understand the value uh, in being a great teammate. So I want to touch on those those players in that roster because it is finalized now. 
Uh, and when people are listening, I think one of the, the first questions they're going to have is, what does this team look like? Because there is so much uh, newness and novelty there. I'm trying to think of the best way to group. I mean, normally I go position by position or whatever. I think the way I want to do it is just kind of talk about where they came from. So let's talk about first the Murray State guys that, that followed you here. I believe you have KJ, you have Trey, you have Juice. I think that's the three that yes. that came. Um, what do those guys bring to LSU that you've seen for um, the time you've had with them at, at Murray State as well? Well, they're winners, uh, and they understand what goes into winning. Uh, they, they know the culture that I want our program to have. They have great understanding for what the day-to-day operation and, and processes that we're going to follow here are, and I think puts them in a unique position uh, to hopefully provide leadership you know, as, as we start here in year one. Uh, but those three guys were a part of you know, an unbelievable team this past season at Murray State, went 31-3, and three, uh, accounted for over 50% of our, our, our scoring and rebounding production. And, and so you know, I expect them to provide great leadership and um, you know, that familiarity that, that they have with, with our program and the relationships, the coaching staff, I think is going to be really important and a great benefit to, to all of our players. The two guys um, that stayed with LSU that were in the portal, you get here, um, they come back, and, and, and Justice and Mwani. What have you seen from them so far, getting to know them and obviously the things that they bring to the table with LSU? That's been a lot of fun uh, to, to see uh, their growth and development this spring and summer. Uh, I give great credit to both of them, how they handled the process. It's, it's challenging have great respect for every player that was here. When you go through a coaching change, that's it's difficult. And I, I thought they handled it the, the best way possible. They're very open-minded. Uh, worked extremely hard in, in our player development program this spring on the court and in the weight room. And uh, I'm really excited about both. I, th- I think both are well-positioned to take a huge leap uh, in their playing career this season. And uh, excited, they're they're going to be a huge part of our foundation moving forward. Yeah, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Adam Miller too, who was obviously here last year but didn't play because of his injury. Where have you seen him sort of develop? And um, you know, I, I know he's still got a ways to go in terms of his recovery, but I know he's also excited about the season ahead. And um, and and what you've been able to see from him, what have you seen? I think the the things that really have stood out so far just great basketball IQ, really smart. Uh, has a great understanding of the game, really learns quickly. He's a, a relentless competitor and uh, obviously an elite shooter. Everyone has seen that from his, his freshman year. Uh, but excited to get him back at, at 100%. Uh, he's doing all of our non-contact uh, work and, and, and has really been uh, doing a great job of setting the tone for how hard we need to work in a communication and leadership standpoint. Yeah, the the disadvantage of grouping guys this way is I'm I'm gonna forget somebody, so I'll try to, I'll try to do my best to get everybody in there. But how about the the freshman class that you brought in? Um, I, I'm not gonna even name them all because I'd, I'd miss somebody. But you were able to go out and recruit really effectively in that freshman class and get a couple guys and Tyrell Ward and Jalen Reed who come in and and have pedigree and and can come in and, and make an impact. But that whole freshman class that's coming in, what have you seen from them? I think number one, they're they're excited to be at LSU. Uh, this is where they wanted to be, where they wanted to start their college career. Uh, I think all three, all four, I, when you, you add in Sean Phillips, Sean Phillips and, yep. and Neil Williams, uh, you know, want to be here. And, and I think that's really important when you're starting your program in year one. 
A lot of talent there, great size and athleticism. Uh, you look at Jalen Reed at 6'10", 230 pounds at skill level. Just so, so skilled on the perimeter with the basketball. Uh, Tyrell Ward, 6'6", 6'7", on the wing. Uh, proven score hmm. uh, on, on the EYBL circuit. Uh, and then Neil Williams, length, athleticism, uh, depth in your front court. And then Sean Phillips, a guy seven feet tall, 250 pounds, uh, 7'5", wingspan. Uh, he's a guy really excited about as well. If he'll stay committed to the process, you know, I think so many times players want it to happen overnight. And, and I think that's the big challenge for, for freshmen when they make the transition from high school to college is understanding that it will be a learning process, uh, but, but really excited about that class to be able to uh, put that class together in such short order. Uh, really a lot of credit to our, to our assistant coaching staff for the work they put in to make that happen. Yeah, it was fun to watch them playing three on three the other day and seeing them for the first time and just, you know, Jalen was bigger than I thought he was. Tyrell's got a lot more skill knocking down shots than, than I expected. I think somebody told Sean that he has to dunk every ball that he touches because every time he touched it, he was trying to dunk it. And then I was sitting next to Mike Chapman and he was talking about how just Cornelius is so coachable and um, just does knows his role, knows how to play his role and wants to grow. So it was fun to kind of watch those guys in action for the first time. And then you have some of the transfer crew with uh, Kendall Coleman coming in. Uh, I'm gonna forget somebody. I, I should have printed out a roster and had it ready for me. But um, you got a good group of, of transfers coming in as well. Um, they can come in and make an impact too. I, I think you've you've covered it very well, Cody. It's really four phases to how we wanted to build the roster. Uh, number one was retaining players mm -hmm. from LSU. Number two were the Murray State group that we brought. Uh, number three, you just mentioned uh, the high school class we were able to put together, and then the final piece. Uh, would be out of the portal. And that's college basketball in 2022. And when you start with zero players, not only are you needing to attract talented players, but you also have to balance your classes. You're trying to fill all your position needs. And that's where that portal was very helpful. We were able to get three players in Derek Fountain, Cam Hayes, and Kendall Coleman all three who have played two years of college basketball. Yep. All, all three have three years of eligibility remaining. Uh, so excited we were able to get them here. It really balanced out our class as well. Uh, Cam Hayes is a guy who started a lot of games at point guard at North Carolina State. Uh, Derek Fountain had a great freshman year at Mississippi State, 6'10", uh, 230 pounds, another guy skilled, inside-outside player, versatile. And then Kendall Coleman, being from the state of Louisiana, I thought was important. It was actually our first signee yep. uh, to, from Shreveport. Uh, Want to recruit the state really well. Uh, and averaged a double-double last season. Had double-doubles against LSU, against Texas A&M. 6'8", uh, 230 pounds, high motor guy. Uh, the one thing we wanted to address with all 13 of those signees was that they fit uh, the LSU culture we want to build here. High character people, coachable. Uh, want to be a part of building something special. And so it's been a fun group. Uh, we're only a few weeks in, but it's been a fun group to get to coach. What's, what's the rest of the summer look like for your guys and, and the goals going into that first practice in the fall? I know we have a, a SEC schedule out, finalizing the rest of the schedule. But with this group, now that you've got them together, um, what's the goal of the rest of the summer? And then as you get into fall, um, trying to get them ready for that first practice and, and for the first season. Well, I think, Cody, getting off to a great start in the classroom is so important in the summer. 
so being able to knock out six hours of class and, and do a good job there is going to be very important. Uh, we talked some on the team chemistry and just really just getting to know each other yeah. and, and understand uh, the relationships within the program. Uh, but this summer's a, a little bit more unique. Usually in the summertime, I like to just focus on player development and getting our guys better, uh, living in the gym, doing a lot of shooting and all those type things. Uh, but I think when you're putting together 13 new players, new staff, the team install is important in yep. this summer for us and really just starting to introduce and teach and get a foundation in place for how we want to play offensively, how we want to play defensively. Uh, because I think right now, probably our players and coaches are thinking we have all this time. Uh, but really, the first day of practice is September 28th this year. So our players get back August 22nd to start the fall semester. You're going to have essentially a five-week preseason. Yep. And then you're right into the start of practice. Uh, so with everybody being new, I think it's important to start to get concepts and terminology and you know, be very consistent in our messaging with our players this summer. Do you have any feel for what this team is going to be like, what they're going to play like, <laughs> the style? Or are you still figuring all that out? I, I really have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know who's going to start. Don't know who's going to play oh, yeah, the majority of the minutes. Today. <laughs> uh, but I, I, that's where I think you always come back to your culture and your foundation. Yeah. And so the goal is to really get established this summer and fall, uh, the unselfishness that we're going to play with, how hard we're going to work, uh, how we're going to compete, the toughness, uh, all those things that will be so much more important than the X's and O's. And so really trying to get those things established consistently this summer and fall is going to be huge for us. Now, from day one to maybe day five when you had no players on the roster and no staff to where you are now. You got the full staff. You got the full roster. Have you had a day off? You taking a break yet? Not yet. Maybe next <laughs> summer sometime. But uh, this this has been fun. It's it's the start of a, a, a great journey here. Uh, I'm so excited to be at LSU. I mean, I just I believe in this university. Uh, really excited about embracing the culture of the state, being the only power five school in the state. Uh, We've talked a lot extensively about the brand and, mm. and LSU and, and when you hear Go Tigers and you know exactly who we're talking about. Yep. And so we've hit the ground running. Uh, there'll be a time to rest, uh, hopefully uh, in the future, but that's, that's probably going to be a year or two away. Yeah, I feel like every time I see you, you're on the phone. You're walking around. You're on the <laughs> phone with somebody. So uh, I know you're a busy man. I appreciate you taking 20 minutes to talk with us. Give us a, a, a little preview of the next season. Hopefully next time we talk, we have a little more clarity on uh, on where things are. But really excited for the season, really excited for your your first year. And it was great to see those guys in action for the first time um, this summer. Just Even those three-on-three, three, just kind of seeing balls go in the basket and you know guys making the extra pass, playing a little defense. It was uh, it, it made me nostalgic for basketball season. So I'm, I'm ready for it and, and ready for you to get started. Uh, thanks a lot, Cody. And I, it'd be remiss if I didn't just thank everybody uh, who's either watching or listening uh, and that loves LSU and has been so welcoming to me and my family uh, since we arrived here a couple months ago. Uh, it's been really special and, you know, we're really thankful and, and proud to be a part of LSU. Yeah, I can't wait for it to get started. Uh, your first year is going to be a fun one. And uh, we appreciate your time today, Coach. All right, Cody. Thanks so much. Thank you.